Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 11 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs who own one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. We're meeting with Ramon Castilian, the president of Row House. And Row House is a boutique fitness concept which was created with a specific objective, to give people of all different shapes, sizes, and abilities an efficient, effective, high-cardio body workout in an inclusive group environment. We're going to talk to Ramon about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. Are you looking for a unique and lucrative franchise opportunity? If so, take a look at Stone Coat. With a patented process which creates a true stone finish on almost any wall or ceiling, Stone Coat is a true game-changing product in the multi-billion dollar construction industry. Stone Coat is applied faster, cleaner, and cheaper than conventional quarried stone, which saves both time and money. With advantages in remodel and new construction of both residential and commercial projects, Stone Coat is a true crossover product. The Stone Coat franchise opportunity provides a low startup cost, low operating expenses, comprehensive training, ongoing support, and no royalty payments. For more information on the Stone Coat franchise opportunity, go to www.stonecoatfranchise.com. That's www.stonecoatfranchise.com or call us at 972-380-2700. That's 972-380-2700. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 11 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs who own one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. We're meeting with Ramon Castilian, the president of Row House. And Row House is a boutique fitness concept which was created with a specific objective to give people of all different shapes, sizes, and abilities an efficient, effective, high-cardio, full-body workout in an inclusive group environment. Hi, Ramon. How are you? Welcome to the show. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Uh, you're welcome. I didn't butcher your name, uh, Ramon. Did I? Did it, Ramon Castilian. Did I say that okay? Uh, it was. It was close. I, I got to give you. I got to give you uh, major kudos. Uh, it's, it's Ramon Cast. It's it's well. The right way is Ramon Castillon. 
Castillon. Um, there you go. I, Gast, Castillon. My parents are from Mexico, so. Um, they are. Okay, shame I on me. I took four years of Spanish for long. Yeah. <laughs> my Spanish teachers would be very upset with me right now, and I said, "I said, oh God, please don't butcher it, you know." <laughs> but it's a great, it's, no, it's a great. No, it's okay. Okay, well, it's, yeah, it's it's no, great it's to okay. have you on the show, you know, because I've been reading <laughs> about your background. It's really, it's it's very impressive, you know. We always like to ask our guests, "Where are you calling from this morning, Ramon?" Uh, I'm calling here from Orange County in our corporate offices. Oh, fantastic! How's the weather there today? It's good. It, we actually just uh, are coming out of a heat wave where it was like you in the are. high hundreds. Yeah, wow. and uh, now it's 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 a uh, it's a comfortable, I would say, that's good. Eighty percent humidity, eighty percent humidity, eighty degrees. So it's it's hot and humid, but it's not as bad as it was. That's fantastic. We had the same thing, Ramon. It was uh, last week. I mean, it was in eastern Pennsylvania. It was about 105 degrees, if you can imagine. I mean, it was just, it was oh, brutal, goodness. you know. So the air condition just did not shut off, you know. And, uh, you know, but, but that's, that's great. The weather is great there now. Maybe, you know, it, when I was reading about, the, you know, the whole story, I, Ramon, I, I thought it was very impressive. Maybe you could walk us through the Row House concept, you know, and how the brand, you know, actually got its start. Yeah, you know, so our founders, Devin Eric, uh, have been in the fitness industry for a while now. And as they were kind of going through this journey, uh, experiencing different things such as CrossFit or spinning, et cetera, they were always in search of what is the, the smartest, most efficient way of, of working out that really right. addresses a very, very broad demographic. And along that journey, they discovered rowing. And they really immersed themselves into the culture. And with that, they saw that there was this really big opportunity where no one was really doing growing the right way. Mm-hmm. And they felt, like they, they, they felt like they could create a very strong brand that could address a market um, that had huge opportunity. And what's always very unique about rowing is that it really covers a broad, a broad demographic. Yeah. So it can, it can work with very young individuals that are really into performance all the way to individuals that are recovering from injuries late in their late in their age to overweight individuals who might struggle to get right. on a treadmill or, or a spit or a spin bike. Um, what they saw is that rowing really covered a lot, which was great because that really creates a really great opportunity in terms of um, having a successful business. And so from that, they created a, they created a row house and row house is right. a boutique fitness, boutique fitness brand focused on bringing rowing to the mass to the masses and it really leverages the camaraderie and the drive that is related to the sport of rowing so when you come and you take class the goal is that you become a better rower rower because we believe that rowing by itself is an amazing workout because it engages your entire body it works on strength posture flexibility core and that just that by itself really delivers results and so they they started on that journey and they created the brand and so things have gone really well for for them and then they've created a partnership with Exponential Fitness and mm-hmm. with that partnership uh, the goal has been to um, take it take it to the masses and expand nationally and, and it's a really great relationship because there's just a lot of uh, experience within the industry from the Exponential side that's able to partner with Row House. Uh, to scale the business uh, the right way, um, and that's and that's kind of been that's been our journey, and that's what Row House is. Uh, super excited! It, it's it's been really cool to see 
how excited the market is about rowing and how right. strongly people have react, reacted to it. Um, and very early on, it's been, it's been a very positive journey for us. I guess, it, and it's, it seems like, you know, when I was, you know, watching some videos, Ramon, you know, I mean, it, and it seems like it's, it's, it's a fun con- concept, you know, it's a team atmosphere. I, I remember, you know, I used to, you know, go on the, the exercise bike and I would do spinning, you know, and I, and I just felt like I was burning calories, but I was only like, I felt like I was only like working out my legs, <laughs> you know what I mean? I just said nothing's yeah. happening with the other parts of my body, you know? So, and, and, and that's what I got, you know, when I was looking at your concept, I said, wow, I said, this concept, I mean, you're really, you're working out all the parts of your body, like you were saying earlier, which is fantastic. And, you know, I like how you mentioned too, yep. that, you know, you, you appeal to really like all different shapes, sizes, um, you know, abilities. I, I think that's important because I think, you know, a lot of times, you know, especially when you get a little older, of course, you know, sometimes gyms could be, or, you know, fitness centers could be a little bit intimidating to a lot of people because you see people and they're all buffed and worked out. You say, oh, my God, I want to get out of here. You know, I don't feel right here. But but your concept doesn't do that, does it? I mean, I think it seems to me it makes everyone feel welcome to, to, to Row House. I think that's important, isn't it? Yeah, and that's and that's the, the tie to the rowing culture. So yeah. the, to to be successful in rowing, uh, for a boat to be able to efficiently move through the water, you you bring individuals of different strengths and abilities, and and also different kind of mental states, and they mm-hmm. all have to work together and row on the same stroke. If if anyone right. is off, the boat doesn't right. efficiently move through the water through the water. And so, in class, we recreate that experience. So you have people that have very different abilities. Some people that are working really hard and generating mm-hmm. a ton of power. And you have, and you have other people that are beginners on the right. fitness journey that have been intimidated going into other types of high intensity training or boutique fitness environments. And they're all working together on the same stroke. So the workout feels the same. Like I'm part of a community working together right. towards a common goal. But at an individual level, everyone's having their own workout. And so it really starts to create this community and this feeling of actually belonging, which whenever you dive into rowing and and the rowing culture or or read a book like Boys in the Boat, you realize that that is really the the it factor when it comes to rowing. And so we really focus on recreating that in, in the studio, which is why we've seen across our studios a very broad demographic um, at different shapes and sizes and no one really feeling like an outsider, which is right. really important to us Yes, because our goal is our, one of our, one of our key values is inclusive. And so if we ever deviate from that experience, then obviously people won't feel like they're part of a community and we never want that to happen. I um I live right by the Delaware uh, River, Ramon, um, here in Pennsylvania. You know, and if you, the closer you get down to Philadelphia, yep. you see that there's like a lot of like row teams. You know, and, and every so often I'll, I'll watch them. You know, and I said it's just, it just it looks really interesting and, and fun. How popular is is rowing today, Ramon? And, and you know, maybe you could talk also about you know are there other concepts like row house? Yeah. So you know, I. I I always share this with, with everyone when I talk about rowing is rowing has been around for a really long mm-hmm. time. And, right. and a lot of, a lot, a lot of people have been exposed to it more than, than I think folks actually realize at first. So right. I, as I, as I kind of 
as I started to learn more about rowing, you realize so it, it's been part of every Olympics except the very first one. It, it, and the only one uh-huh. it wasn't in was the one in Athens. Yeah. It, it, and then the other part that I found really interesting is that it's the first intercollegiate sport in the United States. So this was the first thing that, yeah, this is the very first thing that when people went to, to college or university and start, wanted to continue to compete at a collegiate level, rowing was what people did. And it was, and right. it was you know, you had East versus West. You had all these amazing regattas. And so it's been around for a really long time. And it's, and it's, and it's been one of those things that I think has been revitalized over the last couple of years where right. either through other, either other boutique fitness concepts or um, in, in gyms themselves, just kind of seeing the, the concept two rowers sitting there and wondering what they are, seeing some people get on them or, or even in CrossFit, people right. have, people have people, people's interest has been peaked. Um, and sure. so, so it's been around, I think it's been around for a while and there definitely, there've been a lot of individuals that have been exposed to it either, as you mentioned, seeing it, Seeing it, seeing it like on the Delaware River, or participating in the sport in college, or even seeing it in the gym. But I think what's happening now is you're seeing a a marketplace where individuals are looking for something that is safe and sustainable yes. and smart in ter- in terms right. of a way of working out. And there and there's also just a level of exhaustion related to. Re- concepts that are on the treadmill or concepts that have been on a bike. Mm-hmm. And right. so, so the, the timing is right for rowing to really take off. And so what we're, what we're seeing is that the response to our, our, to the row house brand has been really strong because people are looking for something like that. And so we're kind of, I think the market's been asking for it and we're delivering it and to see the two converge is really exciting for us. Um, so I think my, my opinion is I think rowing is going to continue to become more and more popular. I, what I would say differentiates row house as a brand is that mm-hmm. our goal is not to allow the rowing part of our programming to become gimmicky. That's really right. important because, right. because if you allow it to become gimmicky where you just get on the rower and just go really hard and mm-hmm. you jump off of it and you do something else, you lose that experience that we were talking about earlier, which is right. the connection that that, occur, that occurs across the entire group. And so it's really important to us that when you come to class, you're, you're always learning about how to row because rowing is one of those things where as you continue to learn more and more, the, the workout becomes more, becomes better for you. So you, you're able to generate more power. You're able to engage your muscles more. You're going to burn more calories. You're going to actually activate your core more. You're going to improve your posture. And so it's one of those, it's one of those learning curves where there isn't a ceiling. And, and that's something that rowers always talk about is that there's always another level to go to. The problem right. is that if, as, a, as, a, as a brand, if you don't focus on that journey in educating the consumer – what ends up happening is you become gimmicky and it's sure. just part of the programming. And I would say at Row House, that's probably the biggest difference about what we do versus anyone else who's trying to incorporate rowing into their overall uh, program. Yeah, I have to say, I mean, and we don't, we don't have anything like your concept 
out here in eastern Pennsylvania, as far as I, I know, Ramon. You know, I mean, it, it, it's interesting. You know, you wonder sometimes, you know, I, I've been doing the show, it's almost 12 years now, you know, and, and you wonder sometimes, like, what took so long to, you know, for this concept to kind of, like, be introduced to the world? Because as you said, it's, it's an old concept, but, you know, and, and, yep. and now, you know, you guys are bringing it to the world, you know, and sometimes you say it, it, it seems so obvious, you know, and I kick myself a lot of times to say, God, why didn't I think of that? You know, I mean, it's it's <laughs> it just makes so much sense. My wife and I were watching the... Um, the social network the other night. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, you know, the, the whole Facebook yeah. story and, uh, you know, and you got yep. the, you know, the two, the two twins rowing, you know, you see, you know, you know, what great shape they're in, you know, and I, 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 I've always imagined that, you know, the, this type of, you know, workout, it really has all these different benefits. Maybe we could talk a little bit, you know, uh, about, you know, franchising Ramon. I mean, maybe you could share more about, you know, Row House, the, the franchise opportunity, you know, and, and the brand's growth so far to date. Yeah, it's 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 a very exciting time for us. We we started selling franchises three months ago, and mm-hmm. things have been expanding rapidly for us. We have sold franchises across the entire U.S. You know, New York, Boston, Chicago, uh, Pittsburgh, Texas, California, oh. Denver, and that's just and that's just over three months. Um, and people buying multiple multiple locations. And so what what I'm really excited about is as the brand is starting to ramp up, it's really going to be a national deployment. You're going to see row houses right. across the entire U.S. Uh, it, 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 you know, we, we just opened up our location in Orange County here in Tustin. And so this was our first location uh, outside of New York. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the question was, the question was, okay, you know, row house was in New York, it's doing well, will it work elsewhere in different markets? Right. And testing has been a huge success for us, wow. which further validate further validates that appetite to experience rowing, and and become part of a, a studio like Row House. And so I, I you know, we we really believe that what we'll we'll see over this very first year is that we'll sell a, a north of 150 locations and have close to 15 to 20 locations open before the end of this year. It's gonna it's That's it's amazing. definitely going to yeah, rowing is going to 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 have a a big presence in the next couple of years, and we really believe at Row House that we're probably going to be the leading consumer brand in that space. What was it about Row uh, Row House, Ramon, that you know drew you to the company? You know, because when I was reading your background, you know, I mean, I, I saw you had um, I, I think it was a, a degree in it was a finance and economics from Stanford University. I mean, so you have this this amazing, impressive background. I mean, you could really you have your choice of you can work anywhere you want. What was it about Row House that kind of, you know, drew you to the company? So a, a lot of it is the founders. They're yeah. really good, amazing people, very, very thoughtful. They, you could just tell they understood what, how the brand needed to be positioned to mm-hmm. be successful at, at, at scale. And, and to see that opportunity to me was really exciting. You know, I, I've been in fitness for a little bit and I've been able to for 10 years now and I've been able to see a lot of trends uh, evolve. So I started in big box and while I was in big box, it was a time when boutique fitness was no more than 15 to 20% of the marketplace. And obviously right. that, that, that has shifted, that has shifted dramatically to now North of 50, 60%. Um, so I've seen that evolution. I've seen, I've seen also the evolution in the type of boutique fitness concepts that have taken off from when right. Bar Method started and CrossFit has happened and 
and you know even even other fitness trends when born to run came out and everyone wanted mm-hmm. to do barefoot running but but unfortunately right. they realized that that we weren't efficient <laughs> runners and we had accumulated injuries and so yes. you, kind of, you see you see this evolution of people knowing that they're like I need to work out I need to do something I don't have all the time in the world what's the right thing for me to do and so watching watching kind of everything evolve and then seeing learning about the Row House brand, learning about Devin Eric, learning about Exponential and the guidance we have from Exponential um, and seeing all that converge in one place. Uh, I just, you just can't help but recognize the opportunity to really take something unique and, and scale it and have it and have it have a place that I think is going to be permanent in our industry. Like I don't, I, I look at I look back I look back to when spinning took off and mm-hmm. everyone was are people really going to ride a bike together, fifty people under one roof at the same time? Like <laughs> right. that's crazy. Like people right. don't do this outdoors, that's what you do. And what right. and what people missed what people missed was yes, but there is still this history and culture to riding a bike that mm-hmm. when people take class together under one roof with good music, it, it, it becomes somewhat either nostalgic or they can yeah. relate to what, what they're seeing in the sport. Rowing right. is that like rowing is exactly yeah. that again, where I think people come in and they're like, there's history, there's something to relate to. And if mm-hmm. you really do a good job of presenting that, there's no reason why rowing and, and why row house can't be, what spinning was many, many years right. ago. And so that was, that was what really drew me to this opportunity. Um, you know, I think the, the, the ability to kind of steer that was, was something that you just don't pass by. That's terrific. What kind of, uh, what do you typically look for in your franchisees, Ramon? I know you meet with a lot of your prospective franchisees. I mean, what do you typically look for when you're, when you're meeting with them? You, you know, you so see, you don't necessarily need, past fitness experience right you, you definitely do we definitely do look for a passion for the brand and yeah. the overall mission and values of the brand like that's that's really important the, the obviously you want franchisees that have management experience that right. they demonstrate leadership leadership skills that they've built really strong teams that those are those are really important attributes you know the, the other thing that I always look for is I look for franchisees that I think are going to make us as a franchisor better. The the great right. thing about as you're building out your, your franchise family is that everyone has different strengths and weaknesses. And mm-hmm. if you're, if it's, I look at, I look at franchising as building a national team. And so every person is a team member that is helping each other out. So you, you kind of look at that. You're, you're constantly asking yourself, is this person going to be an asset to the network or are they going to be someone that takes away from it? So if they, if they check off all those boxes and we're going to, we're like, we, how do we get you to be part of row house? Because the, the goal ultimately is uh, you know, a, a brand that scales nationally that is wildly successful. And you can't do that without the right people in place. That's true. That's, that's great. What is that? The training must be very interesting, Ramon. I mean, how does that typically work? Do your new franchisees, I mean, do they come out to headquarters for training? And maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Yeah. The, so with like with all the exponential brands, uh, it's, I think one of the most appealing things 
when it comes to becoming a row house franchise is that you realize that you have support in every facet of the business and there's no shared services. So you have someone, a team member that is focused on helping you in real estate, marketing, operations, sales, training, mm-hmm. retail, uh, et cetera. And, and you go through what is a pretty expense, extensive, extensive, extensive onboarding process. So it's very deep right. and very detailed. And, and our goal is that we cover every facet of the business and that you feel prepared to build, to build your own business. The, 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 the thing that I always preach is that the dialogue or the training never ends with just our mm-hmm. one-on-one interactions. We're constantly right. looking on how to, how to leverage technology to, to be able to uh, extend that ongoing dialogue with our franchisees to constantly provide them education on different facets of the business. And so that level of support, I, I think, is very rare at times within the franchising space. And at Row House, we really uh, take it to another level where we, we've, we've made a commitment at the end of the day that we're going to be the best in class when it comes to our franchisees, our operators, our team members, and, and our members themselves. And so that level of support is something that you get at Rojas, but you also get at all the other exponential brands as well. Right. That's terrific. Where do you see Rojas? I mean, if you could look into a crystal ball, Ramon, like, you know, five years, seven years, 10 years down the road, I mean, where do you see the organization? You know, I see our expectations is to see at least 100 new studios open every year through through 2022 uh, in in wow. different markets, suburban, metropolitan areas. Right. Just seeing the momentum that we've seen right now and understanding the marketplace and all the different places that we can open up. And, and uh, the more and more that we sell franchises in different territories, we keep hearing that there are a bunch of rowers in those communities or people that have been intrigued by rowing. Um, And it doesn't necessarily need to be uh, near uh, an ocean or near a main river. It's it's almost, it's almost, I joke around. It's like, as long as there's an existing body of water, there's probably someone who's been exposed (laughs) to rowing or understands the culture. Um, (laughs) And so that's why I, I, I think that we'll see uh, very, very strong growth over the next 10 years for sure. That's terrific. You again. I was saying your background is very impressive, Ramon. You know, um, the, the majority of our listeners we call them aspiring franchipreneurs. You know, most of them have it in the have it in their minds that you know they like to get into franchising. From everything you've learned up to this point, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to uh, t- to buy a franchise? Yeah. So m- my advice is to really do your due diligence in terms of finding the right franchise partner. The, right. the reason I, I say that is, is because uh, entrepreneurship, it has two, two facets to it. People and people often only focus on one side of it. So the reason you get into entrepreneurship is you're ready to work for yourself, be your own boss, um, make a difference. It, you, you hire people, mm-hmm. make a difference in, in your team members, make a difference in your consumer. So there's all this exciting and positive energy that comes into being an entrepreneur, which is why people right. make that leap of faith. Right. The other side of the the other side of it is you're building a business which most people don't have experience doing from the right. ground up. Right. And with yeah. with that comes so much risk 
And that's why you have a lot of dreams that get crushed because sure. there's just so many different, there's so many different landmines along the entrepreneur journey that unfortunately take what was originally this very positive environment and, and whittle away at that. And so what's so exciting about when you get into the franchise business is that essentially it's a good franchisor who has everything dialed in and has addressed all the different landmines that you could potentially step on right. during your entrepreneurial journey is, is able to allow you to only focus on the good that comes with being an entrepreneur. And so I, whenever I talk to anyone, I always tell them, make sure that when you're, when you're looking at a, a business or you're considering franchising, ask yourself, does that partner really understand the journey that I'm about to go on? And are they truly committed to supporting me? Because if they are, you're in a really good spot. If you don't feel like they're there to support you, then unfortunately it's not going to help take away the risk that is meant to be taken away when you join a franchise. Um, that, that is always the advice I give to people. I've, I've, been, I've been an entrepreneur before, and I always share with them, you know, it's, it's a roller coaster and it's rough mm-hmm. sometimes. And, and I've taken pers- I take personal accountability to make sure that my franchisees don't have to go through that roller coaster. Um, cause it's just not fun. And you, it, it quickly, it, it, it kind of quickly takes away the reason that you got started in the first place. And, and entrepreneurship is, it's fun. It's exciting. It's, it's invigorating. You wake up and you don't feel like you work anymore. Like you just, you're just a happier person. And so I, you know, I want to make sure that people get to experience that at Row House. And so that's always the advice I give to any aspiring entrepreneur. Um, Cause it's, you know, it's, it should be a good thing. It's, it's interesting how you use the, um, the analogy of, of landmines, Ramon, you know, I've never heard that, you know, we've been doing the show 12 years, you know, and, and I asked this question a lot, you know, it's the first time I heard that, you know, and I said, hey, that, that makes a lot of sense, you know, is to avoid the landmines, you know, and that's, of course, the advantage of franchising. And, of course, you know, people coming on board with, with row houses to, of course, you know, avoid those landmines. And, and you know, and, and I like your advice on entrepreneurship, too, is that, you know, when when you don't have that support, you know, I guess it, it, it isn't fun. I remember uh, seeing an interview many years ago with, with Dave Thomas, you know, when he was just starting the whole Wendy's concept, you know, and uh, he, he ran into a lot of landmines. And when, you know, I remember one of his family members asked him, you know, are you enjoying yourself? And he said, no, I'm not. You know, he was having success with the business, but nevertheless, it wasn't fun because he was stepping into all these different landmines. I think they were opening up like one Wendy's every day or something, and it just got too big too fast, you know? And, and, and so I, I think the advice you give to our listeners is really fantastic. We're, we have this great quotes in franchising podcast. You know, we're, we're, we're going to put that one in there. So I, I think that's fantastic. What What's the best way for our listeners, Ramon, to get more um, information on Row House, of course, as the franchise opportunity and even the service itself. Are there any like websites that you'd like them to take a look at? Yeah, I would encourage them to go check out our website, therowhouse.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of good information there about the brand. Um, I'm a, I'm always an, a very open book and resource, and so if they ever want to contact me to learn more about it, I, my email is Ramon at therowhouse.com. R A M O N. No e, no e at the end. No, no e. I can get e's at the end of my name. No <laughs> e at the end. Um, 
but yeah, I would encourage them. I would encourage them to do those two things um, so that if they want to learn more about the, about Row House, um, you know, we can facilitate that for them. That's terrific. Well, I've really enjoyed talking to you today, Ramona. I'd already like to invite you back, you know, over the next year or so as you continue to grow because I think this is a wonderful concept. Well, I I really appreciate our time. Uh, thank you, thank you for carving it out, and I really enjoyed our conversation. So hopefully, we get to connect soon. This has been my pleasure, Ramon, and we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Are you looking for a franchise that delivers... Businesses will always need shipping, and for more than 25 years, loyal customers have depended on Unishippers for reliable savings and exceptional customer service. Unishippers is focused on just one thing, helping small and medium-sized businesses save time and money on all their shipping needs. And as the largest reseller of complete shipping services in the country, we have the buying power to ensure that we succeed. The Unishippers franchise offers low startup costs, no equipment or real estate required because they're not retail, residual income, and a quality of life and work-life balance. For more information on becoming a Unishippers franchisee, go to www.unishippers.com and click Franchise Opportunities or call Franchise Development at 801-708-5822. That's 801-708-5822. Today's great quote in franchising is being brought to you by Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com. Or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. 
You know, we've been hosting franchise interviews many years now, and during that time, we've had some incredible quotes on our show. Today's great quote in franchising podcast comes from Mary Jane Riva, the CEO of Pizza Factory. And Mary Jane gave some great advice. You know, one of the questions we frequently ask on the show when we have someone like Mary Jane is, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? And she said that you should look under the hood. And, you know, I thought her advice was very original, but you have to listen to the podcast to find out why. So here we go with Mary Jane Riva, CEO of Pizza Factory. Hi, Franchise. You know, we've been doing the show such a long time now, and and one of the the biggest things we've learned is that, you know, a lot of our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise, they don't know where to begin because, like you were saying earlier, there's so much out there today. You know, I mean, there's just so much to choose from. Most of them don't even know where to begin. It just becomes overwhelming. You know, from everything you've learned you know, up to this point, what advice would you give to our listeners? Well, the first, there's a couple things, and one that as, as we're going through this journey ourselves from being a franchisee to the franchisor, it's understanding the roles of the franchisor versus the mm-hmm. franchisee. That's a really big, important, really what is the role that you're playing versus the franchisor. And then when right. you're looking at brands, the other thing for brands to me is, is really looking under the hood. Don't just sure. look at all the stuff on the surface. Really dig down. Uh, see what extra charges there. You know, are they marking up stuff? You know, really evaluate a brand to a brand and not just the fluff kind of stuff that you see on the top. And it's a lot of due diligence. Right. But, you know, ask, ask the questions that are, that are going to be once you're in there. You know, are they marking up the food product? Are they marking up advertising materials? You know, what, what are you paying? So really, really dig down and ask um, a lot more questions. And right. I, would talk to, I would talk to a lot of franchisees that are in the system and see how they feel about the franchisor and the, the brand itself. I would do a lot of due diligence with franchisees because they're the ones that are going to tell you. Right, absolutely. I love how you said look under the hood. You know, I, I mentioned doing the show such a long time. I've never heard that analogy before. I think that's very clever to look under the hood, you know, to go deep, you know, mm-hmm. inside and look what's under, not yeah. just what's on top. You know, we have this great quote in yeah. franchising. I'm going to put that one in there because uh, I, I, I think that's fantastic. You know, it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, Pizza Factory, I mean, you have a lot of franchisees that you can call, right? I mean, I think you're up to, is it over 100 yes. franchisees now, Mary yes. Jane? So there's yeah. plenty of people, you know, that, that have... oh, Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was going to say we, oh, we have them. They've been in the system for they've been in the system for 30 years. We have franchisees, you know, that have been in that long, and we have them that are just getting on. So there's a wide range. So and you want to hit all right. those, you know, you want to hit the newbies, you want to hit the older ones, you want yes. to want to get their feel of what's been going on and how they've been treated. And but, but yeah, it's, there's a lot of people to call. There's a lot of people to ask. There's a lot of different town sizes. So when you're doing mm-hmm. your due diligence. Right. You know, really, really, really get out there and, and dig deep. If you'd like to hear that whole interview with Pizza Factory, all you have to do is go to FranchiseInterviews.com, go to our Franchise Interviews by Category page, and click on Food Franchises, and you can hear the whole interview there. And lastly, we'd just like to thank everyone for making this podcast such a huge success. You know, it's hard to imagine when we started the show that our Great Coats and Franchising podcast was going to become just as big as our regular show. So we want to thank everyone again and continue to listen to our Great Coast and Franchising podcast sponsored by Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone.
franchise interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.